Welcome. You're about to listen to the word of empowerment by Love Sanctuary International. Now, the sermon. Abundant Life 2023. We are going to be fruitful and multiply. In the name of Jesus. God is doing something spectacular in our midst. But it is not sensational. So you, you may not see anything. But what is happening in the spirit realm is powerful. There's a shift going on. And tonight we are continuing in the we will continue in the same spirit. And we know that by Friday, climax on Sunday, our lives should not be the same again. We shall be fruitful and we shall multiply. We shall multiply every good thing in our lives. Because that's the mandate from God. Because he has given us the ability to do that. Hallelujah. Shall we with a clap. Receive the ministry of Reverend Philip Tando. <laughs> Hallelujah. Please take your seats. Let's try this one more time. Abundant Life 2023. I can't hear you. Amen. First of uh, I want to thank Daddy for, for this privilege and honor to be here. This is like the highest honor you can get to come and stand here and talk to God's people. And I count it a great honor. Thank you very much, Daddy. Um, I'm going to be saying a lot of things. I've, I've finally seen the clock that he's always talking about. <laughs> a lot of echo here. Um, first of all, let's, let's start with this. Um, we know in Genesis chapter 1 verse 28, a lot has been said about it. God told man, be fruitful and multiply and, and all that and have dominion over the works of his hand. And then, and then the flood came and then God destroyed the whole world. And then he started all over with Noah. And Noah is the seed of Adam. So he's still on Adam's line. So in, in Genesis chapter 9, God gives him the same charge again. Be fruitful and multiply. Okay? And then we come all the way to Abraham. And then God calls Abraham out of where he is. They were in the midst of idolatry and all that. And God chose him, selected him out, and said, I want, I want to build a nation, a people out of you. So God started with Abraham, and then he moved him out of where he was, and then took him to a, a different place, and started a different thing altogether. And then we find out in the New Testament that God, the promise that God gave, no, the, the charge that God gave Adam in the garden, that he should be fruitful and multiply, it was not realized because Adam sinned, and he could not accomplish what God had given him to do. And same with Noah. By the time he got to Noah, it was corrupted. Adam's seed had been corrupted. So God was looking for a seed that was pure, that would be able to take control of the charge he'd given to him. So we find out that God had in mind a seed coming from Abraham, and that seed was Jesus Christ. Amen? So God, God's fulfillment of that charge is in Jesus Christ. And that's what I want us to look at tonight. We're going to take a different um, direction tonight from what we've been talking about. But it's all about being fruitful and multiplying, particularly multiplying. So when Daddy told me um, the topic was multiply, I I was like, what a difficult, what a difficult word, you know? What exactly does Daddy want me to talk about? So I looked up the word and I realized in the Old Testament it's in Hebrew and in the New Testament it's in Greek. So I looked up the different meanings. And I realized that in the Old Testament, the, the, the meaning of multiply was very expansive. It was a lot of words describing uh, multiply, like expand, enlarge, and all. Those are all other synonyms for the word multiply. Then I came to the New Testament, and I saw that in the Old Testament, it was like a hundred and something um, words or times that the word multiply was used. So when I came to the New Testament, it was only like like 27 or 17 um, times okay. or times that the word is used. So, um, 
and the meaning in the New Testament just says to, to increase or to abound. To increase or to abound. So I've decided to focus on what the New Testament is saying about multiplying. Amen? So like I started initially um, about the Old Testament, the Old Testament is, is about a physical thing. God created man out of the soil, so we are from the earth, okay? And, and it's, it's earth, we are earthbound, we are not spiritual. And then God brings in Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ comes from heaven. You know, we talked about uh, the miracle Jesus had with the loaves, okay? Everybody want, wanted a free thing. Once it's free, everybody comes for it. If our daddy had said we're giving away free money today, I'm sure the auditorium will be full, okay? But because we didn't tell anybody we'll be giving away free money, it's not full. But what we are going to have tonight is going to be so filling, amen? It's going to fill us up, and it's going to cause us to multiply in the name of Jesus. If you agree with me, say amen. 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 Okay, so I want, um, my key scripture is going to be, from, okay, 2 Corinthians 9, verses 10 and 11. It says, Now he that ministers seed to the sower, both minister bread for your food, and multiply your seed sown, and increase the fruits of your righteousness. And the 11 says, Being enriched in everything to all bountifulness, which causes through us thanksgiving to God. Amen. So immediately I noticed that being fruitful is going to cause through us thanksgiving unto God. Amen. A lot of times we don't really uh, appreciate, you know, when somebody appreciates what you've done for them, they don't only thank you, they also thank God for what he has done through you. Okay, so one, one aspect of multiplying is that God is going to get thanksgiving, not just from us, the individual, but from other people who are appreciated what God has done through us. Amen? So, um, I'm, going to, I'm, I'm going to zero in on seed. Okay, he said, Now he that ministers seed to the sower, both minister bread for your food, and multiply your seed sown, and increase the fruits of your righteousness. So that's where I'm going to focus on. Multiply your seed sown, and increase the fruits of your righteousness. So I was asking the Lord, so what is this seed that he's talking about? And I, I realized that in Mark, in the book of Mark and in Matthew, Jesus was giving them a lot of uh, parables, you know, and he started with, he, he spoke a lot of parables, but in three of them, he spoke about the seed, about the sower going to sow a seed, you know. And, and, then, and then after that, the disciples came to him, and it was, they were asking him what exactly did he mean by, by those parables. And Jesus Christ had to open their eyes to the reality of the truth that was hidden in the word. Okay, so I realized that when God speaks to us, especially through parables, I used to think that a parable was just an earthly uh, representation of a spiritual truth. But I've come to realize that it's, it's not exactly true. That when, when God speaks to us, okay, uh, God speaks to us because he has hidden something for us. God, we know that God is a spirit. So when God speaks to us, he's speaking to our spirit man. And the things that God has in store for us, especially tonight or this, throughout this week, is things that God has hidden from the world, but he has hidden it for us. And with God, he wants us to know it at a particular time so that it will be beneficial to us. You know that when you have a little baby, there are certain things you cannot give to the baby right away. You have to wait for the baby to mature before they can begin to enjoy certain things that you have as a parent. So God knows that there are certain things we need as Christians, but we cannot, we cannot enjoy it unless we have matured to a certain level. So the parables that Jesus was speaking he was something that he had hidden from the world, but he was unveiling to his children. Okay, so I want to start with one of the, one of the parables that Jesus was talking about. And he, in Mark chapter 4, verse 30, he says, Whereunto shall we liken the kingdom of God? Or with what comparison shall we compare it? It is like a grain of mustard seed, which when it is sown in the earth, is less than all the seeds that be in the earth. 
But when it is sown, it groweth up and becometh greater, greater than all herbs, and shooteth out great branches, so that the fowls of the air may lodge under the shadow of it. So we see that this, the, the mustard seed is a very tiny seed. But when, when you sow it, what comes out of it is an increase. There's a multiplication of that seed. Amen. And that was the truth God was trying to tell his people. So what is that seed? And in Mark, Mark chapter 4, it says that the seed is the word of God. It says in one of the parables, it said the sower went out to sow. Okay, and it's saying the sower soweth the word. So it is the word of God that God wants us to sow in our hearts. Amen. So I, I want to ask us tonight, uh, how many of us have sown the word of God in our hearts? Amen. Um, one thing I appreciate about Pastor Ado is that every time I go to him, I have a situation, and I, I approach him, and I, I, I share what I, I'm going through with him, and then he, he always has a word for me. And then he, quotes, he gives me a quotation that, go and meditate on this. What he's doing is he's sowing a seed. He's sowing the word in my heart. So I go home, or maybe immediately I look it up on my phone, and then I realize, then God begins to talk to me, okay? So it is very important that we have the word of God, because that is what God wants us to. One thing I've come to realize about the word of God is that, let me compare it, like, like the word says, it's a seed. How many of us know that a seed, you know, when you see a seed, it could be, I, I even Googled it, the oldest seed that has been, has germinated, and it says 2,000 years. For 2,000 years, that seed was lying somewhere till somebody planted it, and then it began to grow, okay? It's the same with the Word of God. The Word of God, it goes beyond 2,000 years. It's eternal. Once you plant it in your heart, it's going to produce its fruit in its time, amen? Let's give God some glory for that, amen? Hallelujah. So the, the other scripture is Mark 4, 26. It says, so is the kingdom of God. As if a man should cast seed into the ground and should sleep and rise night and day, and the seed should spring up and grow up, he knoweth not how. One thing about the word of God is when you plant it in your heart, you don't see anything going on. It's like, you know, and um, daddy asked me to, to do some, some marriage counseling, and in one of the sessions we talked about, about, about the lie that the Satan gave Adam in, in the garden. He said, what, what was the lie? I mean, what, what was it that Satan did to Adam and Eve? And, and then I when I read the passage for myself, I realized that what Satan did was that he challenged the word of God. He, he tried to tell Adam that God was a liar. Amen. So once, and, and one thing the Bible states is that God cannot lie. And that God, it is not in his nature to lie. So if you can acknowledge that fact, that God cannot lie, okay, then whatever God speaks to you, you believe that is going to come to pass. Amen. Um, imagine imagine your, your, your dad or your uncle, let's say your dad is the president and he tells you something. You know he has the capacity to do it. You wouldn't doubt him that he would, he would lie to you. If you ask him for a favor and he says, I will do it, you know he will do it because nothing stops him from doing it. How much more our eternal father? He is the creator and the possessor of heaven and earth. Everything in here belongs to him. So whenever he says he will do it, we have to believe him. You see, the problem comes in when we don't believe he can do it. God tonight is telling us he wants to multiply us. But do we believe him that he wants to multiply us? I'm asking you that question. Do you believe that God wants to multiply you? Okay, then let's go on. Let's see what God has to say about multiplication. So one thing I want us to realize is that he said he sleeps night and day. And he, he said he sleeps, he's, he should sleep and rise night and day, and the seed should spring up and grow up. He knoweth not how. We, I think Daddy or Pastor Ado says this a lot. I don't know how God is going to do it, but I believe and I know he will do it. Amen. So we, we all don't know how he's, he plans to do it, who he's going to use. And um, I, a lot of times when God speaks to me, um, I try to second guess what God is saying. Like maybe I'm expecting something. I, I usually look to somebody or something. That's, that's where the, 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 the thing is going to come from. My expectation is coming from. 
but he floors me every time, amen? God always, he always floors me. He brings it from something I could not, I wouldn't have imagined that's where it would come from, amen? So I want to challenge us that let's not look to man. You know, when we come to God, let's just stay focused on God. And then God will do it in his time. He said night and day, he knoweth not how. We don't know how, but there is a time element. And God is working something in us during that time element, amen? God is working in us something during that time element. Hallelujah. Are we getting something out of this? I remember when I was younger, maybe in secondary school, um, yeah, definitely secondary school. You know, we used to, back then, we used to carry our Bibles. Okay, okay, first off, I used to think that a Christian was somebody whose parents were Christians. How many of us ever believed that? You know, when, when you go to Form 1 or whatever, they ask you, are you a Christian, Muslim, or whatever? And the default is Christian. It's, oh, I don't want to be a Muslim. I want to be a Christian. So we take Christian. And for, for a long time in my life, I thought being a Christian was somebody who came from a Christian home. Amen. But that's not who a Christian is. That's not who a Christian is. And I learned in school, while I was in school, that um, when you put the Bible under your pillow, you know, it drives away evil spirits. <laughs> How many of us have tried that or believed that? We think that when you put the Bible under your pillow, it's going to drive away evil spirits. It's like that seed I talked to you about. That seed is dormant, it's latent, nothing happens to it till it happens, till it enters your heart. Then it begins to work that miracle for you, amen? So having your Bible in your home, some of us have the, now that we have phones with Bible on and we can deceive people we are on the Bible when we are really not, okay? We, 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 we have the Bible collecting dust in our rooms right now. We, don't, we barely pick it up to read it. But God has said in his word, and, and daddy says this all the time. He's always quoting um, Psalm, is it Psalm 23? Uh, no, no, Psalm 1. Psalm 1, yeah. He says that, uh, daddy always saying that we are like trees planted by the rivers of water. That brings forth its fruit in its season. Okay, daddy's always saying that. How many of us have ever looked up the rest of that scripture? Amen. Because when you look up into that scripture, it takes you back to a previous scripture, amen? He says, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, no, no, I mean, no, 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 standeth in the way of sinners, no, seated in the seat of the scornful. So these are preconditions that we must have before God can move in our lives. And then he says that he meditates in the word day and night, amen? So I want to challenge us tonight, amen, that we begin to look into our word and read it day and night. Amen. That is when the word begins to have an effect in our lives. And um, I think, was it yesterday or day before, somebody quoted um, uh, Joshua 1.8, where he says, this, this book of the Lord shall not depart out of my mouth. Okay, but you shall meditate in it day and night. And then, and he said, okay, let me read it from there. He said, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. Daddy gave me a revelation. One day he preached on it. And, and what I got out of it was that, you see, there is something about the word of God. It's, it, it looks like there is nothing. It, it, looks, it looks ordinary, okay? But when you begin to read it and meditate on it, it begins, there is something in it that produces faith in you, gives you the ability to believe what God is saying. Because Satan is constantly trying to tell us that what God is saying is not true, okay? But when you read the word of God, it, it, gives, it gives you some ability to begin to believe that what God is saying is really true. And, and that's how faith comes. And, and I hear a lot of people tell me, um, I don't have faith, I don't have enough faith. And I'm like, duh, how, how is that possible? You know, the scripture says faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God, you don't, you don't need prayers to get faith. All you need is to read the word of God, and faith is automatically produced in your heart. Amen? So let's not be saying, I don't have faith. God has given us the formula for faith. You just read his word, and the word will produce faith in you. Amen? So I realize that the more you read the word of God, the more, and it says right there, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. It sounds like a lot of words. But what he's saying is that when you meditate in the word of God, 
something, something makes you, gives you the ability or the capacity to do what the word is telling you to do. So it's not you doing it, it's the word that is doing it. Amen. When you go at it from the carnal or the natural, without the Holy Spirit, you try to do it in your own strength. That's when you struggle because you're trying to do it in your own strength. I remember there was a time in my life I was struggling with something and, and I, was, I, would, I would fast, I would do this, I would do, I was doing all kinds of things just to overcome that issue in my life. But then I, I, I later on came to realize that all I had to do was find the word of God that was dealing with the situation and then begin to meditate on it. And as I meditated on it, then there was a day I realized that I didn't have that issue anymore. God had taken care of it because the word had been working on me and it had produced the results that I needed to. Amen. So, amen. So, still on this scripture here, he said that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous and thou shalt have good success. So, there's going to be increase. That's increase. That's multiplication right there. When you meditate on God's word, amen, it's going to produce whatever that it is you're meditating on, and then it will bring glory to God, amen, and then you're going to have good success. I, I want to share a story with you, okay? Um, there, was this, there was this shepherd, and he had a flock of sheep, and then he had one little lamb. This, this little lamb was very stubborn, okay, very restless, always running all over the place, and today he's doing something, the, farm, the, the shepherd has to go and find it and all that. Then one day, um, it fell down a ravine. And because it's so stubborn, the, the, the shepherd is always looking for it. So when he couldn't find it, he realized there was something amiss. So the, the shepherd went looking for that little lamb. And then he found him, you know, he went down the ravine and then he found it. And, and then he realized that he had a broken leg. So he picked it up and then... He brought it, he, first of all, he secured the other sheep and then he went looking for that lamb. Then when he brought it, he, he decided to take care of it. He, he got some sticks, some twigs, and then he bandaged the foot. Because the leg was broken, he could not walk on it. So the shepherd carried that little lamb on his shoulder. Okay, so about, about two weeks later, it was fully healed. And then when he released that lamb, that lamb had changed. That lamb was not running around anymore. It was all between the shepherd's feet. Why had that happened? Amen. That's, that's probably my story. Okay. And for some of us, it's our story also. When he held, when he, when he picked the, um, the lamb around his neck, that's when that little lamb began to notice who the shepherd was. All along, he didn't have any idea who that shepherd was. He realized how much love this shepherd had for, for it. Amen. How he was taking care of it during its illness. He began to smell the, the shepherd and had a relationship with the shepherd. So when he healed, he realized that he didn't need anything else but the shepherd. How many of us know that we need Jesus? He is that shepherd. Amen. When you spend time in the word of God. Amen. When you spend time in the word of God, you be like that little lamb. Amen. And for some of us, that broken leg is a lost job. For some of us, that broken leg it's, it's a, a bad relationship. For some of us, that broken leg is uh, maybe you went on a visa and you didn't get it. Whatever it is, you know, that gives you that broken leg. It's time for you to spend time with the, with the shepherd. He's the chief shepherd. Amen. And when you spend time, you know, we are, we are so restless. You know, we, you know that charge in, uh, in Genesis. He said, uh, uh, be fruitful and multiply. Okay. Be fruitful and multiply was for everybody. It's for all mankind. Everybody of the seed of Adam, God has given it that charge. So every human being in this world, they, everybody, if you notice, everybody wants to be fruitful and multiply. And I've heard, I've heard horror stories about how people want to be fruitful and multiply. Daddy shares some, some of them with us. How people go to shrines and they give them their money, but they cannot sleep with a woman, or they cannot spend more than 20 CDs a day. They have millions of CDs, but they can only spend 20 or 30 CDs a day. Or every year, they have to bring a human being and kill it. You know, people are looking for multiplication in the wrong places. But Jesus says, come unto me, all ye that are that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Amen. When, when, you go, when you have a relationship with Jesus, 
I want to share this. Um, there was a time in my life I didn't really know who Jesus was. I, I didn't really care about Jesus. Jesus wasn't, wasn't in my, any equation in my life, apart from the fact that I thought my parents were Christians. Okay. Till I, had, I got in a situation, and then I, I was confronted with Jesus. And initially, I wanted Jesus, because of my crisis situation, I wanted Jesus to get out of my situation. How many of us have been there? I wasn't really interested in Jesus. I wanted Jesus to get me out of my situation. But as I kept going to Jesus, he made me understand I should be more interested in him than the problem. Okay? And as I got more and more into his word, I realized that Jesus was more important than my situation that had come to him. And I want to challenge us tonight. Maybe you want multiplication, you've come to Jesus. Don't let it be physical things that you're coming to Jesus for. Because one thing about this earth is that everything we see around here, when we die, we'll leave it right here. We cannot take it with us. I don't care who you are. The richest man in the world, he's left it behind. We are all going to leave it behind, whatever it is. The clothes you're wearing, whatever. We're not going to take it anyway. But when we are going through that um, relationship with Jesus, what he's doing is he's building something in us. He wants us to bear fruits, okay? Fruits, fruits that will be beneficial to everybody in the world. Okay, the, the physical benefits we are looking for, the job, the increase in our physical things, God wants us to have it. He, says, he said, I, I wish above all that you prosper and be in health. I shall so prosper it. Amen. God wants us to have it. But let's not lose focus. The focus should be on Jesus. When we have Jesus, the multiplication is automatic. Amen. Every fruit that I know of, the tree does not partake of that fruit. Every tree that I know of. The fruit, the tree itself, it does not partake of that fruit. It's for others to partake of it. When we bear spiritual fruits, others will partake of it and God will get the glory. Amen. So let's focus on Jesus, that relationship with Jesus, and let God do that work in our lives. Amen. So I, I want us to, to, to make a commitment tonight that we are going to read the word of God. We're going to get into the word of God, that we're going to have a relationship with Jesus. Because what we are going through is only temporal. He says the things that are physical, the things that we see, they are temporal. But the things that we cannot see, they are eternal. God wants eternal fruit. So that when we get to heaven, we'll see that we have something also in heaven. You know, when Paul said, he said he should give me, um, he said the Philippians, they had given him so much. But it wasn't, it wasn't so much about what they gave him, but because of what they were accruing in heaven. You know, don't be surprised why if you don't have any, any savings in heaven? If you're not depositing any money, any, any word in your heart, then you're not going to have any fruits waiting for you in heaven. Let's not live this life, get to the end, and realize that we, it's all vanity. Um, that's what Solomon said, and he was the wealthiest man in his time. He had everything, but he said it was all vanity. Amen. But let's seek spiritual fruits. Amen. Let us multiply. God said he wants Christ to be multiplied in us. The more of Christ we see out there, the more people will be delivered, they'll be liberated so that they can bear spiritual fruits and they will get the physical fruits to add to it so that God will be glorified. God bless you. Come on, put your hands together, celebrate the man of God. Hallelujah. 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 Pastor Phil, we thank God for your life. <laughs> Hallelujah. That, that was powerful. That was powerful. We thank God for, sorry, we thank God for his life. <laughs> the seed, the seed. He said, He's taking the thing to another level, the seed. When the seed is in you, you multiply. The seed is the word. The seed is Jesus Christ. So let's go for the seed. Hallelujah. Let's put our hands together once more for him. Let's do it unto Jesus. Let's clap unto Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 You may be seated, seated for a while. We'll go to the next session. One thing I, one of my favorite scriptures is Joshua 1, as he quoted. 
it's, it's, it's very important. If you want to succeed, you want to multiply, you want to do well, you want to prosper, he says meditate on the word. He has explained to us that it is a seed. It's a seed. So as you meditate on it, it begins to grow. Then to cause you to become prosperous. And you have good success. Not just success, but good success. God told Joshua this when he took over the, the rain to, to lead Isaiah to, to Egypt and the, uh, to, to Canaan. And it is a principle that is repeated throughout the word of God. Peter said it. It's an incorruptible seed that we were born again. And we must eat it. Paul said, at the time that you, you must be teachers, you still need small food, uh, what do you call it? Cocoa to drink. You cannot chew bones because it is food. It is seed. It is food. The word of God is very important. If you have the word, that's, I've, I've been saying it several times, and I think he was trying to quote me along the line. If you read the word of God, I don't know how it works. But somehow, things get better. When I read the Bible regularly, I see a lot. God reveals a lot to me in my dreams. In my, I, I get to do a lot. When I'm walking around, I just know what's happening. Hallelujah. So, Pastor Phil, thank you. Put your hands together for Pastor Phil once more. Amen. Tonight we are going to the next, the next session. We have the word of God. But the devil is always trying to steal the parable of the sower. Says the word is sown, but the devil comes to steal it in the night. There's another parable about, what is it? You, uh, a farmer sowed the seed and then as they went to sleep, an enemy came to plant tears or weed in, in between the seed. Can you get me the scripture? I need some powerful research people there. Then the enemy came to sow tears in, in it. So you may have the seed. You are meditating on the seed. But if you don't, if you go to sleep, if you go to sleep, you are not continuing, you are not watching over the seed that you have sown. You are not watching over it and meditating day and night. And you go to sleep, the enemy will come and sow tears. And when he sow tears, sometimes you cannot remove the tears from, from the wheat before because you must allow it to grow. Many of us are in that position where the enemy has sowed tears. And today we are going to pray. We are going to pray to remove that enemy. That enemy that comes to sow tears in our, in our farm. When we are trying to sow a good seed, the enemy comes to sow a bad seed. We are coming to pray against that enemy that he shall not be able to enter our farm. And we shall also pray that any tree, anything that the Lord has not planted, that the enemy has planted into our lives, into our farm, the farm of our lives, and is growing, that thing should be uprooted in the name of Jesus Christ. So we are going to pray, we are going to do warfare. If you notice, for some time now, I'm changing. Because I've come to realize that, yes, God is working. But the devil is also working. And sometimes we've allowed the devil too much space. We are now come to cast him out completely from our lives. So that we can be able to multiply. Hallelujah. Shall be on our feet. I was Pastor Ado to take us through a time of prayer. Then we'll continue. Hallelujah. Somebody celebrate the Holy Spirit. I know what I'm talking about. Celebrate the Holy Spirit. Daddy, today God wants to prove to the church that it is he, the Lord, who has called you to do his work and who has called you to call some of his leaders because they are the chosen ones of this land. Watch me very careful. Before I came this, this afternoon, I was praying and the Lord showed me something. I brought it to church. He said, bring it to church and let them. This is a container filled with soil. <laughs> and this is the seed that the Lord asked me. That's the seed. If we want to plant it, we'll put it in. 
add water to it. And the Lord was telling me, adding water is a form of prayer. After you've added the water, you go and look at it. Make sure that it is coming out. And after it comes out, you take it and then go and plant it somewhere else. It's another form of prayer. So the steps, each and every time, the steps that you take is the kind of prayer that we pray. The prayers that we are praying, that is... I hope you understand what I'm saying. I hope you understand what I'm saying. So he said I should bring the seed and then show it to you. And I am not surprised. I'm saying all this for us to know that God is here. Because after sowing this seed, watering it, after it has sprouted, come up, shut up, try to become a nice tree to bear fruit. An enemy will make sure that he will come and plant some weeds. But before this, there's no weed. There is no weed. But how come weeds will come? An enemy will plant evil against the seed that we have sown. And Pastor Phil also prayed up, uh, taught us about seeds. So it means that God wants that. This is physically, but spiritually. Tonight we are praying as Daddy said. Anybody in your life, anybody in your family, you are the seed that God is planting. God has planted on this earth. That you should shoot up, bear much fruit, and be fruitful. But there is an enemy who is trying to plant evil in your life. They will gossip. They will say negative things about you, your business, and everything. But tonight, anybody who has, risked, who has lifted a negative voice concerning your life, may the Lord deal with them. Your amen is weak. May the Lord deal with them. May the Lord deal with them. Because you must, you must take out that seed. Sometimes some enemies of yours must die. They must get, they must get out of your way. Your amen is weak. They must get out of your way. They are trying to destroy you, so you cry. No, you will not cry. Tell somebody tonight, you will not cry. Say, you will not cry. Stand firm. For the power of God is in you. Refuse to cry. Refuse to cry. In the name of Jesus. Now say, Father, in the name of Jesus, as I lift up my voice and clap my hands, anybody, anybody, anybody who is not allowing me to bear much fruit, tonight, tonight, may them be destroyed in the name of Jesus Christ. Clap your hands and pray now. 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 May they be uprooted. May they be uprooted. May they be uprooted. In the name of Jesus Christ, you must be fruitful. You must be fruitful. You were created to be fruitful. Yes, 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 yes. Somebody let your clapping. Let your clapping work for you. Let your clapping work for you. Let your clapping work for you. You are a good seed that the Lord has planted. You must bear much fruit. But there is somebody who is envying you. There is somebody who is speaking evil against you. Tonight, may the Lord remove them from your way. In the name of Jesus Christ, let the Lord drive them away in your life. In the name of Jesus Christ, anybody, anybody who is planning intentionally to destroy you, to destroy your fruit, may the Lord deal with them. May the Lord remove them from your way. In the name of Jesus Christ, somebody pray. Let your prayer work for you. Don't show mercy to that enemy. Let the Lord deal with them. It is not your might. It is not your power. That the evil man will not rest over you. Will not sleep over you. Will not sleep over your fruitfulness. But tonight, may the Lord deal with them. May the Lord. Somebody pray. Don't 
We are using all methods, every method, all method for our seed to bear fruit. Yes, 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 yes. We are like a farmer who waters his seed and make sure the seed grows and becomes fruit. Your brakes working. Lose every effort. Lose every Jesus. Whilst the Lord was revealing this to me, look, the farmer has no sympathy when it comes to clearing wheat in his farm. The farmer has no sympathy when he realized that there are wheat in the farm that will try to destroy the seed that he has planted. No mercy. No mercy. He witnesses, he just clears it. But still they come. Today, there must be an enemy fighting your destiny. Fighting your fruitfulness. Today, as you have prayed, you have cleared them. Amen. And any time they come, you shall clear them. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Please don't be deceived. Daddy said it when he was saying it. It was like, ah, when the video is revealed to me. Now, Daddy didn't know I was watching video and he was just saying it. Sometimes you can't say, can't say, because the Holy Spirit is here. And this program is all about a farmer. We are farmers. And we have given seed and our farm must be fruitful. Amen. Our farm must multiply. Amen. The seed that we have sown. And that is your prayer. We are going to pray. There are two things that will cause you to prosper that the Lord has revealed me. Two. Either through the spirit or through man. God will use man to bless you or he himself will come your way. That is his Holy Spirit. And you will be blessed. The same thing. The devil will also use a man to destroy you or he himself as Pastor Phil preached, after you have sown and you sleep, spiritually, they will come. Spiritually, the enemy will come. We are going to pray. We have the Holy Spirit. We are going to assign the Holy Spirit. That any spirit, any familiar spirit. Last time I was start, start telling you about your vineyard. You have your own vineyard. We are going to pray. That any familiar spirit that will rise against your vineyard, may the Holy Spirit deal with them. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus. As I lift up my voice again and clap my hands, any familiar spirit that will come near my vineyard this evening, Holy Ghost, may you deal with them in the name of Jesus Christ. Clap your hands and pray now. Let the Holy Spirit do the work for you. Spiritually, let him do the work for you. That you shall bear much fruit. May the Holy Spirit stand your way. And Somebody clap a prayer. 
Let your prayer work for you. The Spirit of the Lord is here. He's here to answer us. Oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. As you believe, as you believe, so shall it be. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, 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 yes. Let yourself work. Let it do the work for you. Yes, Holy Spirit, tonight we are serving you again. May you deal with them and the negative spirit and the contrary spirit that will fight my ministry, that will fight my career, that will fight my fruitfulness, that will fight my multiplication. May you deal with them in the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody come and pray. Your prayers are being heard by the Lord. I see his presence. He's answering you. He believes in you. As you believe, so shall it be.
name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Your amen is sweet. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I heard my grandfather say something last, I think two months ago. Bishop Enetakia boy. He said, Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. But there are some who knows what they are doing. They intentionally, they know. They want to kill you. They know. They use all schemes. They don't sleep. And we believe it's the same thing applies to We will not sleep. We will not sleep. I said we will not sleep. We will use every method to overcome them. In the name of Jesus. Because the farmer does not only water the seed. This seed is not only being watered. After watering, you will take it from one place to another. And we'll make sure. And we have a shino. And you make sure you look at it. You make sure your eyes will be on it. And each and every time when there's wheat, you wait. So we will use all method, all effort. Every effort to make sure that this seed comes. But after we are asleep, it's the Holy Spirit who comes to breathe on it. To give us good fruit. And that is what we have. Any spirit. Any negative spirit. That will be assigned concerning your vineyard. Today, I see the Holy Ghost dealing with them. I see the Holy Spirit dealing with them. In the name of Jesus Christ. Anybody that the devil will use to come and destroy you. I see them before now. In the name of Jesus Christ. If they refuse today, I am warning them in the name of Jesus. But if they refuse and they try to harass you again, may they fall down and never wake up again. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Sometimes we believers, we have, oh, we have sympathy. You have sympathy for the devil, but the devil doesn't have sympathy for you. He doesn't have sympathy for you. And you have sympathy. When we come at you, use every effort. And you have the merchant. You have the cutlass. The sword of the Lord. You have it. And the Lord is telling you, use it in this way. And then you attack. And then you feel sympathy for him. Allow him to come the next time. You see what he will do to you. Then he will go. And he will come again. See if there is a way. And when there is a way, he will bring another. More than what he has. So the devil is wicked. Today, I prophesy over somebody's life. Any satanic agent in your family. Any satanic agent in your life. Any satanic agent being a friend. Today, I prophesy over your life. And the time they try to come against you, I see them fall before you. I said, I see them fall before you. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I'm going to pray our last prayer. David said, thou anointed my head with oil. My cup ran it over. That is multiplication. That is fruitfulness. We are going to pray. You are the seed. We are going to pray. The Lord, as I lift up my voice again and clap my hands, anoint me. Fresh anointing. Let it come upon me. That I will multiply. That I will increase. That my cup will run over in the name of Jesus. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus. As I lift up my voice again and clap my hands. Oh Lord, anoint me fresh. Anoint me fresh. Anoint me fresh. That my cup will run over. That I shall multiply. That I shall be fruitful. In the name of Jesus Christ. I need that anointing of yours now. In the name of Jesus Christ. Clap your hands and begin to pray now. Allow the Lord to anoint you. Let him anoint you. Allow him to anoint you. Uh, when anoint 
everything is up to you. You shall flourish. You shall multiply. You shall increase. You shall be fruitful. Let us anoint it. Ask him, ask him, ask him, ask him. We need anointing to multiply. We need this anointing to be fruitful. Yes, 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 yes. We can't multiply without anointing. You can't be fruitful without anointing. You can only be fruitful with anointing. Yes, 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 yes. Your business, your career can only be fruitful because of this anointing. Let anointing fall on you as an anointing falls on you. Then your business and your family, you shall multiply. Surely, 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 you shall multiply. Everything that you do, you shall Yes, yes, yes. somebody's life. What he got is just a peanut. You are going to get times three. Amen. You are going to get times three. Amen. I don't know how the Lord is going to do for you, but you and your generation, you never go poor. Amen. You shall never go poor. Amen. You shall multiply in every way. Amen. You shall multiply in every area of your life. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Because the Lord has showed me whilst I was praying. He was guiding me. He was teaching me what to do. How to pray and where, how to end the prayer. He said, when you end this prayer, this is what as you have believed and you have cried for the anointing for yourself you are going to encounter God's blessing. Amen. May you enjoy God's blessing. Amen. Celebrate God with a clap of faith. And if you want to make a joyful noise, make a joyful noise to God. Thank you for tuning in. 
For more inspiring messages like this, search for Prosper Asamoa on your podcast. You are also invited to worship with us in person on Sundays at 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. for the love experience. On Tuesdays, be a part of our Destiny Hour service, teeming with testimonies about the power of God from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. You can locate Love Sanctuary at Anaji off the Ntankofu Road, a few meters from the Queen of Peace School. Love Sanctuary International, manifesting the love, wisdom, and the power of God.